so for everything I want to talk about today, I will have to speak very carefully. And not just because the optics of the world are going one way, and not just because uh, that once very obvious and tangible piece of hope behind the actions and the beliefs is gone. It's not gone. And that's why I say I have to speak very carefully. Um, I have to use the right words. I have to use the right intonations. Um, because uh, things did not go the way that many would have hoped they would and things carried on in quite the same fashion that it's carried on for two to three decades in my memory uh, when it comes to the transition of power the elections held in the United States of America and the true meaning of freedom for all of us as humans on this planet Earth. So, pretty much for the last two weeks, my mind has been boggled. Now, not boggled in the sense that I wasn't taking responsibility for the actions that I was making and uh, dealing with whatever consequences or whatever, you know, uh, rewards uh, came with that, or nothing at all, whatever insights, you know. Um, but I was boggled because uh, I was in clear transition. What was going on? What was going on? I was wondering what the fuck was going on. I was in clear transition. It was so crazy and so obvious. It was something I'd never experienced quite the same. Um, I don't think I've mentioned, or maybe I have in passing, um, the idea of consolidating realities and timelines. Well, in the past, when I've had a consolidated timeline or reality, uh, where the different variations of myself consolidated into uh, a single entity, um, like copying timelines, um... Uh, I was only aware of it or it was only made apparent to me after it had occurred. Um, so I'd wake up one day and I'd notice something was different. Um, something was slightly off. Uh, say, for example, I had a different pair of underwear on. Well, I mean, there's no magical mystery behind the reason why I had a pair of underwear. If you know the story... Um, you understand pretty much how I knew, but uh, whatever else that meant with it. So, you know, everything's the same, but slightly different. Um, people have the same concepts, but maybe they don't hold them as dear, or maybe they're more open to concepts they wouldn't have been open to before. Something something very internal and integral 
has changed. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I can say I've probably been through, I think I said at the highest seven, I'd say six to seven. This last one, I don't know how to count. Um, it's very interesting uh, when I think about the way things go and the way things are versus the um, theorized uh, realities and timelines and dimensions that exist around us or in step with us. Um, I went on a course of about uh, making it a point to consolidate my timelines, meaning... You know, I wanted to unite all of my different selves from, I mean, is it infinite amount of d dimensions? Is it a finite amount, like 12? Whatever that may happen to have been, I guess whichever one was closest that would take me to the path that had the desired outcome I was searching for would consolidate and make myself more whole. But the details, the minutiae, the forks in the road, because there are definitely those, and where you make a decision um, could ultimately lead to the splitting off of another possibility. Um, and so timing is everything. And so, for example, with this past election... Um, you know, certain things would have to be revealed at certain times in order to make sure the ball kept rolling forward, like pieces in the puzzle coming together, you know. So timeline A, where, you know, Michael leaves to Washington, D.C. at 8 o'clock in the morning is going to be different from timeline B, where Michael leaves to Washington at 10.30 in the morning. And that two-hour difference, think of how much time and how many experiences and or how many um, checkpoints needed to be passed in order for that to, um, you know, that timeline to pass as opposed to change. There were, I feel, several important messages that I missed out on. Uh, there were also several um, opportunities that I missed out on um, on my trip to Washington, D.C. Um, had I heard the importance of the message of, you know, the molecular challenge to change people's vibrations to love, resonance, and to that of peace and unity, um, higher level vibrations, uh, the message was missed. And the words that needed to be said and chanted by the patriots who had um, arrived to the Capitol on January 6th, uh, the, the chant, there needed to be a certain chant in order for the message to go clear. Several missed opportunities. I won't enumerate them. But just know there were several missed opportunities. And where do I end up instead? 
A world where the grace of faith is the utmost important thing that we can have. A world where we've been taught, and lovingly so, by a man, the importance of, you know, following procedure and structure, being honest, having integrity, being bold, being brave, not being afraid, being courageous. We've been shown the processes. We've been shown the tricks. We've been shown all the magic that these people use to deceive us. And now all they ask in for return is a little bit of faith. Because energy is everything. And if we feel and believe in our hearts... A certain way or a certain thing, we by all means can change that reality. Knowing that there were something like 11 or 12 pipe bombs scattered throughout Washington, D.C., set to go off, knowing that the RNC and the DNC were meant to be blown up, knowing that these people, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, had infiltrated the Patriot movement to stir up a ruckus and cause violence and make Patriots and Donald Trump supporters look bad. I am grateful for the peace that we experienced while we were all gathered in Washington, D.C. I'm very, very grateful. I'm very thankful that things did not happen the way they could have in another timeline. My trip could have been very different. My experience can still be very different. And this is, uh, this is, about, as, um, this is about as raw as I can get with you in an experience that I've just gone through because the minute I touched down back home, everything was just different. And admittedly, I took a trip into Wonderland for a couple of days, but everything, you know, and it's just kind of subsided, like the ground was shaking. The ground has been shaking since I got back from DC. Tremors. I don't know if these are internal. I don't know if this is uh, resonant energy I'm feeling. I don't know if I'm sensing something greater going on underneath the surface. I don't know if I'm just uh, more sensitive to others' energies. But, yeah, everything was trembling and shaking. It's like I was in the middle of a transmigration a metamorphosis of time and space from one timeline to the other one timeline where you know things went off without a hitch the way the patriots envisioned it however like I said we were taught and we were shown process, integrity the right thing to do and at this point in the face of a coup d'etat that has been successful in the optics that are coming from the legacy media and the mainstream media. Um, we have to have faith that the military is doing its, you know, just duties and it is following through with what will end the treasonous, seditious evil crime syndicate 
of the Clinton-Biden administration. That's all there is to it. And that's what we need to do. Um, on the issue of many people turning from Donald Trump or, you know, labeling him as a PSYOP, um, it's a, a psychiatric operation, I think. Um, a PSYOP. It's a, a mental trick that they play on you to fool you or to frame you or to expose you or for you to expose yourself. Um, uh, I know, I know that there's a, what we are change has always held on to Donald Trump, not being good. In fact, being with the bad guys in the deep state, um, David Ike has also, uh, weighed his words in that direction. And I mentioned Ike and uh, Rudowski because they were some of the ones that were in it in the very beginning when I joined. Um, I think uh, We Are Change has been around as long as I've been active, if not a little longer. And um, David Icke has always had very impressively different ideas of the world and universe. Um, none of which are disproven, none of which are all proven but um the concept of a expansive thinker like that um it's always interesting to note their opinion or their insight on certain matters but they felt like that about donald trump as i felt when he first ran um and uh you know i I thought he was a ringer but he did so much damage to the infrastructure and the work that the deep state and those bad actors put into um, eventually destroying this country and um, endangering the human species um, with threats of genocide and and ritualistic murders. I just don't see how it could have been fake um, unless he had, you know, the desire to be pure and good, but uh, a true dictator, which I really don't feel that man could ever be. So now a lot of us are like, um, you know, what comes next? What do we do? Um... If you take a look at local news, even, uh, you're seeing that they're really putting a spotlight on the arrests and the charges being uh, put against the people who participated in the riot. Um, I mean, I myself was there at a media capacity. Um, I was there to cover the event and I was doing live coverage throughout the entire day, and I actually never stepped foot onto the Capitol. But, um, yeah, that's why I was there. I was, uh, I mean, aside from being an obvious, you know, Trump supporter, um, that is the reason why I was present, to offer coverage to, um, you know, kind of uh, debunk whatever story the... uh, legacy news was trying to spin at that time and it was a shell shock um to be involved or to be aware of the things that you're aware of for so long and then when you actually experience it um you know i've I've experienced little trivial things but something like that is almost 
it's almost false flag level. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it wasn't as deadly as uh, some false flags have been. But clearly, having your own militia and your own operatives, that is, the operatives of the Democrats, the deep states, the leftists, the socialists, the communists, having their people infiltrate uh, to hurt themselves, to, um, you know, be able to move forward with an impeachment that's not legal. Um, And again, the transcripts prove that Donald Trump did not incite a riot, which it was not even a riot. Um, It's definitely a false flag. And to have been there and experienced it, and then to return home and to hear the way the news media is covering it and the things that they're saying and the things that they're pushing. Um, it is, it is a, it is a shell shock. It is, uh, it was for me anyways. And, you know, maybe that was part of the reason why I thought I was walking on trembling ground, but, um, regardless, it was, uh, something that, um, it was something that I will never forget, and it is something that um, I am finding strength in um, pressing forward because a lot of people, even those that I work with, like are talking about dropping out of news analysis or political you know conversation um, at least you know publicly on podcasts and and media and stuff like that like. They want to drop out, and um, I, I get it. I guess that you know, even even this uh, billionaire CEO, uh, Chinese uh, refugee. Um, I, don't, I don't know his full name in China. Chinese is Miles is what he goes by. But even he's saying that the people that he works with and the groups that he works with will respect the Biden administration and will not attack them personally, but they will oppose them in every way for working with the CCP. And the same thing with like Lou Dobbs or the same thing with like, you know, uh, is it Tom, Tom Filch or Fletch or the guy from the judicial watch, you know, like they can get on their podcast and get on the air and talk about this new administration. Like it's nothing like they didn't just see a coup happen. Like they didn't just witness all of this fraudulent evidence be pushed aside on technicalities. Like they didn't, they didn't realize that there was, you know, hundreds of affidavits of, you know, bad behavior and they can just talk about it. Like they give it merit um, I think by dignifying it, and if he, Biden, has truly fraudulently seized the presidency of the United States, and it is uh, fraudulent and it is stolen, and and it was, it was, then why dignify it? I, I would think that people with uh, who who reported all that, who saw all that, would at least say something. Um, not turn around and 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 yell at and blame the protesters, even though they were Antifa. You know, Judge Janine Pirro did attack them as patriots uh, and sullied their name. So um, that part I don't understand. But um, what what I do understand is that it doesn't change anything because. I'm still going to be a debt slave to the Federal Reserve. I'm still going to have 
you know, my Second and First Amendment rights impeded on. And people say, well, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't spout off such a communist message. If they could cut down on the communist rhetoric and the socialist rhetoric, we could probably get along. Well, you know what? The Democrats wouldn't be who they are if they did that. And that's not to say that every Democrat forever and eternity have been wrong, evil, or, you know, a turncoat. Um, But that is the party that was established to house that operation. And otherwise they'd be patriotic Democrats like Republicans. Probably everyone would be middle of the road, I wouldn't doubt, on most issues. Um, United, patriotic, proud Americans, representatives of the people, mouthpieces of the masses, servants to those who serve their country. That's the way they should be. We'll see what happens. Um, At this point, in in technical terms, um, an illegal seizure of the presidency has been taken by an illegitimate president. Um, with enough of its sufficient evidence and proof to back those claims up, if not with um, a shadow of doubt cast big enough to cause question and concern. We must rely on the military to act in, by any means necessary because I really don't think we'll be able to trust any of the representatives in the House or the Senate moving forward um, because all of them showed their face and where they stand in the final weeks of President Trump's administration. So I'll leave off there for now. I'll return to you all shortly. Um, I am currently doing a hot soak because, uh, well, let's just say they already got me in the health. Yeah, and I got a, I got a situation going on with my elbow that could turn, um, it could turn for the worst if I don't take care of it. So I'm doing that now. Um, I will be back on all regular channels again, um, It's been about two weeks since I last spoke with you guys. Um, Just been been weighing out in my mind uh, how I wanted to open up these conversations. The next steps and the things that we have to do to rebound and recover in the restoration of faith in ourselves, our beliefs, and our gut and uh, to restoring the uh, Constitution of these United States of America. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, 
and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares.